Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is War Stories. My name, of course, is Ryan Smeltz. And in case you didn't hear the last episode, it was the second part of the MEPS uh, adventure and how I stopped my recruiter from lying to me or how I just made sure I didn't get lied to. Um, I really, uh, really appreciated my recruiter. I don't feel like I got shafted at all. So uh, if you want to hear that, go back and listen to the last two episodes to hear what what went on at Mets. <coughs> Today we are talking about the 43rd. So we left off yesterday where basically I got on a plane, left Raleigh and arrived at Fort Leonard Wood. And when I got to the airport, uh, which I'm pretty sure um, obviously wasn't on post, they scooped us up, had us wait in the USO. I feel like I wasn't there very long um, before they were essentially like, hey, the bus is here, get on the bus. Um, looking back, I feel like the people who were, you know, in charge, kind of scooping us up were a little abrasive, um, but I would not say that <clears throat> they were drill sergeants or like drill sergeants. Um, at this time of night, like I said, I want to say it was like eight o'clock, nine, nine, ten o'clock at night, something like that. Uh, I know it was late. Um, they were probably tired of putting up with people who, uh, like me, were leaving the civilian world, entering into the military, and had absolutely no training or experience whatsoever. So, um, very unorganized and whatnot. But we got on the bus. They drove us on post. We went to the 43rd. And basically getting off the bus there, you know. Once again, I don't remember them really yelling. Uh, just extremely strict. Uh, very much come in, sit down, do what you're told. Um, and that's where in-processing began. And so I think one of the first things was essentially, um, you know, come in and sit down on the bench. and. They kind of didn't really give you an option. There was a card. Um, it was basically a prepaid card. And they were like, you are going to get um, an advance on your pay uh, for, I think I believe for the males, it was like $200 or $250. And for females, I think they give, gave them an extra $50. Uh, and the purpose of that was because there were certain things that they couldn't issue to us. Essentially, you know, once I got through it all and kind of learned how CIF at each unit worked and whatnot, I came to realize that essentially anything that touched your skin or was um, maybe something that wouldn't get turned back in. So the wear and tear would pretty much cruise through it. So running shoes was one of those those things. Then socks, underwear, t-shirts, um, for females, any feminine products. Uh, those are things that you would have to have, they require you to have, um, but they didn't really care if you showed up with money or if you didn't, they were gonna make sure you had enough money uh, to purchase the things on that list. And obviously they had the list required, optional. They knew how much it cost in the little uh, shopette that they had there in the 43rd. They totaled that up, you know, 
once again for males it came to 200 250 dollars something like that so you got your advance um then you went through there was a ton of paperwork if you had a bank account and you had the bank information with you um then they use that to set you up with direct deposit it even if you had a bank if you did not have the account number and routing number with you or know what it was uh if it wasn't something where you could access it later they just set you up with whatever the bank was that everybody got in basic training they put your direct deposit there gave you a, a a debit card um so you automatically had direct deposit access to your money right away and then once you got out of training and got to your unit you could go ahead and figure out how to change that or fix it so um i was lucky enough i was leaving for the military i signed up for at the time bank of america military banking um and once i got there i just gave them that account number and routing number and then uh of course they they went through a lot of the uh, basic stuff like ID cards. Um, <coughs> excuse me. They went through a glasses station that I remember. Um, it initially, like when we we're getting off the bus and we we're going through this, they made sure that we had the money, the ID card, the, the account set up. Um, then I believe from there we went into... Um, amnesty so i thought and they told us what to put into the amnesty box so when i was leaving i asked my recruiter hey do i need to take anything and i i think i kept hounding him was like hey you know maybe maybe i need batteries for flashlights and he was like yeah sure uh c or d batteries whatever the l-shaped flashlights take he's like you can take those and i was like all right uh toothbrush toothpaste when i got to the 43rd and they put us in those amnesty boxes one of the things they told us we weren't allowed to have was batteries uh so i was like well shoot i was told to bring these and i bought them i just put them in the amnesty box because i didn't want to get in trouble and i think that was just one of those disconnects where you know hey maybe we shouldn't allow people to have these or maybe they didn't want people to have them in excess they're not turning them into weapons um but eventually we had to have them anyways or once again the l-shaped flashlight so um went into the amnesty box you know come to find out later it was more for people with weapons or drugs or maybe prescription medication that they weren't prescribed um put it in the amnesty box and then from there uh they gave us some basics so we got uh kind of PT shorts and shirts. Um, I, I believe we got our haircut that night as well. Uh, obviously, just everybody gets the same buzz cut. You had to pay for that, <laughs> $4 or whatever it was. Uh, so that was factored into the advance and they just use your card. Um, I thought that was crazy, but uh, haircut you're required to have, but we're going to make you pay for it um whatever <laughs> um and then that number of course continued to increase as i went through training and got to my duty station the worst absolute worst haircut you can get is at the athes px uh bx uh shop at whatever and uh they always the prices were always going up and i i just thought that was 
I, I found way better haircuts for reasonable prices off post at other barber shops. But anyways, um, got the haircut, got the PP uniforms, super basic stuff initially, uh, shoes, socks, um, and laundry bag. <clears throat> then they took you into basically a large bay. Um, I want to say I was on like maybe the second floor. I don't remember. Um, I just remember we got there uh, about, I want to say, 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, so 2 o'clock in the morning, I think, is when we finally got lights out, got to sleep. And then 4 o'clock in the morning is when we woke up. So I'm waking up two hours of sleep. I'm going into the bathroom shaving, which was funny because I'm waking up and like, oh, I'm getting ready and whatnot. And I come out into the bay and like everybody is gone. So I'm like the last person to come down uh, to the group. I guess you would call it a formation. It wasn't much of a formation yet, um, but we gathered in the lobby and formed a line. And so my experience with the 43rd was essentially that first night where we got a lot of the basics out of the way. The second day, this is where we got issued our CIF gear. This is where we got issued our uniforms. Then we had to take our uniforms to the uh, alterations uh, to get the name tapes and the U.S. Army and the flag sewn on. Um, so if you're not keeping up with me, I enlisted when we still had BDUs. Uh, so obviously you had to get shoe shine stuff for your boots. Um, you had to get the right boots. You had to get a extra pair of shoelaces. <clears throat> Going through all this, anything that got kind of screwed up, uh, you would have to get fixed. So if you got your dog tags and they misspelled your name, you'd have to go back. Uh, if they got your social wrong, whatever. We were in an auditorium. They had us come up on stage. They had like this box. You would stand on it. They would tell you what type of arch or what type or category of shoe you would need. And then you would go buy, you know, they would give you a list, category A, category B, C, whatever. And if you're category A, you were only allowed to buy running shoes from category A. So there were essentially two types of running shoes in basic training, and everybody had the exact same ones. So don't get them mixed up. But uh, yeah, I've got a, a fun story. Uh, I'm I'm gonna cover uh, the rest of the 43rd and tell you uh, basically how I ended up going through basic training without flags on uh, one or two of my uniforms. That is entertaining to say the least. I'm gonna tell you how I figured out the difference between summers and winters if you're a bdu uh baby or a bdu veteran then you know exactly what i'm talking about um but all that in the next episode so uh once again if you find this uh entertaining to say the least please leave us a five-star review just go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast spotify iHeartRadio. Uh, it's it's on Audible, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, iTunes, wherever you're listening to it right now, just hit subscribe. Uh, you know, the audio podcast version is on Facebook. If you subscribe on Facebook, then you'll get notified whenever we release another episode. Tell your friends to subscribe as well. My name is Ryan Smeltz, and I will see you tomorrow on the next episode of War Stories.